Welcome to the engineer-ish, or as we like to say, engineer minus the ish. The most unique math problem we've been puzzled by, solved, and revisited throughout our journey as engineers. I'm Tori. And I'm Drew. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the engineers-ish. Uh, minus the ish. Are we taking the ish out or are we putting the ish in? I'm gonna take it out. I'm putting it in. Uh, no. The engineer ish now in session. How is it going, my most favorite Drew? What? The most favorite? <laughs> Did I just get the most favorite today? Well, it must be my lucky day. It's your lucky day, and I'm just being honest. It's like trying to be more expressive of my feelings. I'm feeling. excited. Well, well, since I'm your most favorite, I, I am extremely excited. I'm grateful to be here. I'm happy to be here with you because you know we got a good, we got such a good vibe here. I can't. I love these moments. <laughs> they're like they're far and in between. It may be like a one-time thing. So I know you're probably going to just soak it in. Like I'm, I, I'm, I, man, this is, this is great. This is, uh, please. I just, I want to bask in this. Like <laughs> I, I'm taking a, a mental picture like of, of this whole situation so I can go back and remember it in, in future times. Well, all you have to do is listen to the episode again. That's easy enough. Even better, even better, even better. <laughs> how are um, you though? How how are you? What's going on? Oh uh, well, needless to say, I feel like this this um, episode is even more exciting than ever. Just knowing that this is our very first episode where we're going to have a guest. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. Uh, bringing some people in, bringing bringing the outside inside, but. And not really, because we're still going to kind of, I mean, you know, coronavirus is still real. So, you know what I'm saying? we not necessarily bringing the outside inside. We still going to keep it out. Yeah, we're going to keep it out because we're in literally different parts of the United States. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. But, if, but shout out to like, shout out to platforms like Zoom that allows us to you know, continue to do what we do, do business and, yes. you know, continue to network and work with people. Technology uh, bringing us together instead Technology. of pulling us apart. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. one thing. So that's one thing that I can say is really positive about the pandemic is how people have used technology in yeah. so many, so many more, what, so many more ways. Come on now. Is that the right? That's <laughs> it. That's it. Yeah, so many more ways than they may have before, prior to the pandemic. Like yeah, it's, for sure. So it's it's, been, it's interesting. Like, and I've heard this in in a in a bunch of different like companies. Um, but like communication was always an issue. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like getting people to talk to people about whatever projects they're working on and things like that. But it's interesting since you know everybody's been working from home. It seems that communication has actually gone up instead of going down. Um. Versus being in the office, which seems a little bit, you know, backwards. Yeah, right? it is. That does seem backwards because it's yeah. kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of forced people to come out of their shell in a way because it's like, you know, you're not near the part, not near the people. Yeah. So it's like it's forcing you like you have to you have to be in these meetings. You have to make yeah. connections in some way or else it's going to be like. You're going to be out here by yourself. <laughs> You're going to be on an island all alone. Yeah. Nobody wants to be by themselves. <laughs> 
Yeah. So shout out to technology for making this possible and um, our upcoming um, guest that's going to be join- joining us um, for. Um, I can't I can't wait for y'all to meet him. Like I've talked to this guy and, and I like him. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we got a we got a little bit of a good vibe going on. You know what I mean? I can't I can't wait to introduce. Can I say where he's from? Yeah, go ahead. Go you know, ahead. they say the West Coast is the best coast. And my man is coming to us all the way from Cali. You know what I'm saying? All the way from Cali. And I'm I'm going to say I'm a little bit jealous that he's in California because Jelly. it's been so rainy in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Been yeah. so rainy. Like, I feel like we live in Seattle right now. And then just knowing that the beautiful weather on the West Coast is the complete opposite. So I'm a little jealous. It never rains in Southern California. Okay. You hear that? Did you hear Save that for when when our guest comes. All right. That's how we're going to bring them in. That's how we're going to bring them in. All right. I got you. I got you. Oh, man. So um, I think we should start out like we usually always do. Um, what, let's do a little bit of a recap, recap. Let's do a little bit of a recap, recap. Can we mix it up this time? Sure. I'm gonna sure. go first. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go first and kick off this recap. You know yeah. I mean? Go ahead and go ahead and remind us what we were talking about. All right, all right. I'm, I'm gonna put my best foot forward here. So last <laughs> time we talked a little bit about teamwork, making the dream work. I remember this because it's, it's very near and dear to my heart. I am, I am very much a team's person. You know, Microsoft Teams is the is the platform that we use. And so we're bringing people together. Like, so we, we talked a little bit about teams and um, some of the different stages um, in forming a team and, and some challenges that you could run into um, when you're in a team environment and what that can what that can be like. Uh-huh. Um, and also, you know, having to take responsibility in a team. Sometimes when when other performers or other people on the team aren't performing. Um, up to the standard. Um, and, and sometimes you may have to take on a little extra work in order to, to get the job done. Or you may have to cuss them out. I or mean, you, or you may have to, you know, you put them on may. the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you may have to have a, a talk with them. Communication is key in teams. And we Absolutely. talked a lot about that. And I just got to say, I love how you just uh, gave so much credit to Microsoft Teams while we're on Zoom. I feel like that's... I mean, we can share the love. We got to get a love to a little bit of everybody, right? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Which one do you like better? Do you have a preference between Zoom um, and Teams? I think I, there's things that I like about each platform. So I don't know that I really have a preference. I think depending on what I'm using it for, mm-hmm. um, one or the other could be of more value at the time. So... Okay, I got you. Um, I'm just, I feel the same, but... I think I prefer, I think I prefer Zoom better. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. But they both, they both, they both do What's the up, job. Zoom? Come holla at us. <laughs> yeah, Zoom. Theo, <laughs> um, we love to have you on here. We're always looking for, <laughs> we're looking for some good uh, visitors to come and join us. Pull up. Oh, so another part, another something I'll add about the episode, because you pretty mm. much did kind of wrap it up in a nice little bow. Um, we talked about the different state, different uh, group stages, which yes. is forming, yes. storming, norming, and performing, and, performing. and how stressful uh, the storming part can be of it. But yeah. it becomes a little bit more harmonious when we get to the norming part of it. Everybody kind of works out their kinks 
and then performing a lot of times you're proud of the end result or it could be a little bit different. Maybe there's a little bit of disappointment and (laughs) whatever the end result is, but Hey, you're reaching the ends. Um, Either way, you're reaching the end you of the project. You live and you learn. If you, if you're disappointed with, with the result, well, it's now you know what to it. do differently. What to do differently next time you're working in a group. Yeah, and just something we didn't mention last week that I know I can attest to is it's always positive to have a lessons learned at the yeah. end of at the end of those. So, oh yeah, I I agree with that a hundred percent. Okay, so without further ado, uh, dun, dun, I'm kind of Kind of ready to jump into topic time. You ready? Let's jump on in. Let's jump, jump on, on in. in. And so we'll say topic time will be a little shorter, guys, this week because we want to make sure that we allow plenty of time for our guest uh, when he joins us for Ask Engineer Ish. Yeah. He yeah. will be the one that we're asking. And so we're just looking forward to uh, bringing him on and speaking to him here in a little bit. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got some good stories, man. He's he's definitely been through some things, has some experience to to share um, that I think will will definitely add some value, um, not only to to myself, uh, but also to the listeners out there too. Yeah, and you guys will get a good laugh, and uh, many of you probably already know him from IG, but we won't give away too much. So yeah, hold pause, pause, hold on, don't give it away too early now. I'm not, I'm not. Okay, okay. IG. You know how many how many users are on IG? That could be anybody. I have no clue. clue. (laughs) (laughs) So before, like a preface to uh, bringing our guests on is going to be topic time, and I just want to talk a little bit about what we've been doing, what the engineer-ish has been doing on Twitter. Yeah. And a lot of you guys may not even know what we're doing because we're still uh, we're still growing our following base. So this is to tell you, if you don't know, then you're missing out. You should be following us on Twitter. Yes. So number one. Follow us on Twitter so we can talk back. The first order of business is for you to look at the notes See what our Twitter handle is and follow us and then tell a friend to follow us. That, w- that way we can have a nice community of, you know, people that listen to the podcast. So we can talk. You want to drop the handle? You want to drop the handle for the people? Uh, yeah. And the funny thing about it is I never want to say it because I don't want to I don't want to say the wrong thing. So let me make sure. Let me make sure. Let me check. Let me, check. You got to check, check and double check. You know, let make me sure confirm. you got that's a that's a that's an engineer thing. You know what I mean? That's an engineer thing. You got to check it. You got to check it again. Then after you test it, you got to check it one more time to make exactly, sure. Exactly, cuz I definitely you, don't want to say right. we have a lot of different stuff so I want Okay, so our handle is the engineer underscore ish. So that mm-hmm. is the Is it handle. the or is it the? Is the <laughs> I mean, you can say you like to say D, but it's, it is the, the, the engineer ish. It's D if you don't even like you want to put engineer with D, but the engineer underscore ish. So, yeah, follow us on Twitter. What we've been doing is every week uh, for the past month, actually, we've been posting, we've been highlighting celebrity engineers. Mm-hmm. So, what a lot of people don't know that there is a number a number of engineers that do completely different things 
then one may see one may have thought they would be doing just because of their you know paper degree from their universities yep which leads me to to say sky's the limit when it comes to being an engineer absolutely and, and we're so versatile so we were just we wanted to have we wanted to post those and it, it was very interesting um i'll just start by talking about one guy actually about if you know him drew so do you remember a guy named bill nye the science guy of course of course okay bill not a science guy bill bill nye was one of the um people that was plugged on twitter for our engineering highlights shout out a, to bill nine yeah bill nine he was he had a great show bill not a science guy that was like a great show on i feel i feel like it got yes. re-released on netflix recently like Did, within the may- past couple years like i feel like it was new episodes of bill nine on netflix i wouldn't be surprised I mean, anyway, keep going. So he was a he was a mechanical engineer, and not only was he an ME, he was a nineteen time, and this was something that I've ne- I didn't I never knew. He was a nineteen time Emmy winner. Wow! So it just okay. shows like he left. Uh, well, he he had, at one point he worked um, at Boeing, and mm-hmm. he ended up leaving Boeing to pr- to pursue uh, acting and you know being on TV shows and stuff like that. So. Bill Nye, he signed, he wasn't just a science guy. That is interesting. Yeah, <laughs> engineer, engineer turned actor. Okay. All yeah, right. Engineer turned turn actor. And then another one that you may have not known about, Mr. Drew and uh, listeners, is Ashton Kutcher. So did you know? Oh, that? I didn't. I did not know. I did not know Ashton Kutcher was an engineer. Um, but Butterfly Effect is one of my favorite movies. So I'm, I've I'm never with seen it. that. Is it pretty good? Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I would suggest you watch it for sure. Okay. So the, 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 there's a caveat to just mention Ashton Kutcher. So he started off as an engineer, biomedical engineer, uh-huh. but he won a modeling contest when he was in college. And he, he, you know, that was, that, that was, was it, it for him. His that was career, it. That was a wrap. <laughs> his career continued to skyrocket into Hollywood stardom. So, I mean, there's different pathways, but I just thought yeah. it was interesting just to know that he studied engineering. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't in biomedical engineering too. Like that's very, 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 very different from from modeling and acting. Like <laughs> it's an yeah. interesting shift. That is an interesting shift for sure. And then just a couple, I just want to name a couple more people Mm -hmm. pretty quickly is Michael Bloomberg. So uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure uh, a lot of people know Michael Bloomberg. He's a businessman, politician, philanthropist. He was an electrical engineer. Hey, okay. So he, that was another, another person that we could set, um, label as like super versatile. And then a favorite we'll end with my favorite one of our favorites is Lonnie Love. So yes. You know, you know Lonnie, right? Come on now, Lonnie. Yeah, Miss Lonnie, comedian, TV host, actress, author, and she was also electrical engineer. Just yeah. like amazing, my favorite fabulous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, why do you think that what okay, what is it about engineering that makes it such a versatile field to study? Because we just yeah. talked about a lot of people that, mm-hmm. you know, they're technical, they're engineers, and they're not in the engineering field. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I mean, so I think it's I think there's this, there's an interesting, uh, interesting meld in engineering between um like technical skills and then creativity. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but even uh, to me, like that, that kind of gets you started. But I think the, the most interesting, and I think that this is really where the versatility, like in terms of engineers kind of, kind of comes out is I, I feel like when it comes to technical job and technical industries, um, engineering is one of those industries where the answer I'll figure it out is actually a good answer. Mm-hmm. This, this is what I mean by that. If we go to the doctor because there's something wrong with me and the doctor looks at me and says, you know what? I'll figure it out. Doc, I'm not really, I'm not really comfortable with you figuring things out on my body. You, I want you to know. And then when you know, you let me know. Okay. I'm going to find a new doctor. If I let's hear do it that way. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't really, I don't really want you to figure it out. And saying, I mean, like, and I like just when I think about it, like other technical type of fields, like figuring it out isn't necessarily like a good thing. But in engineering, like this is what we do. We have these problems that, that we come across. And this is across many different areas of engineering um, where these, we have these problems that we come across that we have to figure out solutions for. Right? Like like we're problem solvers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the other, the flip side of that is not only are we problem solvers, we're also lifelong learners. And I think that at the, at the base of it, you know, being a lifelong learner means you can be good at anything. So if you have the, the talent and the skill or you have the dedication and commitment um, to be an engineer, I think that also says that you can also dedicate and commit yourself to learn anything that you want. Uh, Yeah, I I totally, totally agree with that because just thinking about and you can tell me a little bit more about your colleague circle and some Mm -hmm. of your friend, like friends that are engineers. But Mm -hmm. I have a a number of people that I graduated with that um, they're realtors now. Mm -hmm. Um, I have one colleague that was actually an IE like me. She just she opened up a cupcake bakery that's doing extremely well. So if you guys are in Dayton. Twisted Cupcakery, I believe the name is. I know it's called Twisted. I think it's a yeah, Twisted okay. Cupcakery is like a really good bakery. So definitely recommend that. Check it out. Get you Check some cupcakes. Out. Get you some sweets. She got red velvet. We talked she about does. red velvet. All right. We're yeah, not she go down does that have road. red velvet. Hers okay. are, her red velvets are chocolate based. I do know that. <laughs> but, you know, for those that like the chocolate based red velvets, definitely check out Twisted Cupcakery if, if you're in. And I hope I didn't butcher that name, but I know it's twisted for sure. It's twisted. You'll find it. Just Google it. It'll come up. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people don't stay on the same path. And I think yeah. that is like one of the beautiful things about engineering, because it kind of if you think about like the debt that a lot of us has go- have gone into yep. to get our degree. Yep. At least you can rest assured by thinking like you see other people like the Bill Nye's, the Ashton Kutcher's, the Mike Bloomberg's, the Lonnie Love's that, you know, they may have started somewhere where they were in debt at one point. But now, you know, they're at a whole different level, a whole different income bracket where, you know, so I just like a part of this for me is a lot of, it's like encouraging just to Mm -hmm. know that Mm -hmm. where you, you can just continue. Like, you know how people graduate and it's like, okay, I'm successful. Oh, I become a manager. I'm successful, but yeah. really sky's the limit. Like you don't sure. have to feel like if you, if you're bored with what you're doing, cause that happens. Like it's happened, it happened to me before when I was in corporate America, you still have 
other things that you can tap into. Yeah. A lot of other things. Yeah. You're a problem it's, solver. I think it's, I think it's interesting also. Um, and, and you kind of mentioned, you kind of mentioned this a little bit, um, that especially in engineering, you kind of end up going like in a, in a corporate sense, you kind of end up going one of two different routes. And that's like with engineering, you can kind of either go very technical where you're more in that, in the, in that technical arena where you're more hands-on and, and doing things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And that, that will lead you, you know, kind of in a particular direction. But then you can also like the other way is kind of going the, the management route and, and kind of where, where that may lead you. Each, you know, has its own benefits and drawbacks. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that I found interesting that I didn't know, like going into the, co- the corporate world that I wish I, I, wish I had known, um, was that one of the things that I really enjoyed about engineering was the tech side, was the techie part where I could get hands on and take stuff apart and put stuff together and solder it. And you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Do all that kind of stuff. Like I like building stuff. I like putting stuff together. Um, and what I came to find out was that in the engineering world, those tend to be on the lower end of the spectrum in terms of what salaries are for those types of jobs. Those, those jobs tend to be more of technicians type, type of work, which is, yeah. I'm not saying that that's bad work, but like be, be smart about it, right? If, if, if that's the sort of job that you want to go for and you can get that job with a two-year degree instead of a four-year degree, save yourself some money, get the two-year oh, degree, get that yeah. job, and then and then continue to grow from there if that's what you want to do. Um, but I, I like, I, had I known this, I'd like. I remember when my, my director we had a conversation about you know management and if I wanted to go that route or not. I was kind of like, well, man, I didn't. I, yeah, I do want to go that route, but I didn't. I didn't want to lose like the hands-on part. Um, of the job, which some of it was lost, but I, I just have to be more intentional about, you know, including myself in that part of the process. Um, but I thought that that kind of split between the technical side and the management side um, also is, is, is kind of interesting, you know, going into going into the career. Yeah. Okay. So you had, um, so that's interesting that you say that because it makes me think a little bit about like strategizing and like really, kind of planning your career out. And this, that's something that I feel like I could have done better. Like, you know how it is. Hindsight mm-hmm. is 2020. 2020. Like, no, <laughs> like knowing what I know now, like, for example, not saying that I would change anything, but mm-hmm. let's just, I'll just give an example of a friend. So a friend of mine, he started out at Turner Construction. So that mm-hmm. was, you know, he started his career at Turner. And a lot of times we think, hey, if we start somewhere, it's going to be hard for us to like segue into a different industry. Yeah, But not necessarily if you're an engineer. So what he did is he played it where, hey, I'm in like a, you know, I'm like working with construction and building. And then he turned that into real estate because it's like, you Uh know, a lot of that, you know, goes hand in hand. So, yeah, I mean, there's things that you can do, even if you're you decide you want to write or you want to get into movies or film, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. there's engineers that work on sets and stuff like that. So, I mean, you, I mean, there's just sky's the limit if you're an engineer. And one of the reasons why we're so excited about our guests that will be uh, joining us actually um, really soon now is because he was able to do a lot of the things that we're talking about where he kind of carved his own pathway and he didn't, He didn't stick to 
like no behind the desk, the corporate America where you're just going to stay there, you know, for 50 years. So there's so many different um, pathways that engineers can take because sky's the limit for us. And I think that's like one of the great things about being an engineer. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the the ability to be flexible, you know, post post graduation um, or even if you decide to change your mind, you know, during during your, you know, during your college career. Like Ashton um, Kutcher. You yeah, like either, either way, um, the knowledge that you gain from engineering to me is in, invaluable. And and creativity to me is really the key that makes engineers successful. It's that ability to, to solve problems that don't initially look like they have a good solution. Like and, and that's where the that creativity comes in. Um, and, and creativity is good in every in every industry. Every industry, you have to, creatives are the ones that um, pretty much are running things right now. You see creativity everywhere, TikTok, um, YouTubers, like that's, that's needed in every industry. I'm with it. I'm with it. Yeah. So without further ado, we have a special guest joining us for the rest of the episode yeah. uh, from the great state of Cali, or as Drew says, West Coast, Best yeah. Coast. California love. <laughs> Eduardo Flores, aka Engineering Memes Guy. Hello, hello. Hey, Eduardo, Thanks how are you? I'm, I'm doing well, just enjoying uh, the great weather out here in California. How are you guys doing? Oh man, rubbing in. We were just we were just talking about how jealous and envious we are of you because right, it's cloudy over here. It's gonna rain this afternoon. Rain right. all afternoon. Forties. Mm. What's the uh, weather like? Gonna... What's the weather like out there? It's it's sunny, sunny, and feels amazing. Are you wearing um, shorts today? I'm actually wearing uh, my pajamas. <laughs> oh man, see see what see what I'm saying? Yeah. I can't I can't go outside of my pajamas right now. He's cozy. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. We're looking forward to uh, having you as a guest today. So I'm going to let Drew kick it off by asking you a few questions. So our listeners know who this guy is, who this engineering guy is. Yeah, sure. sure. Let's 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 definitely let's let's get into this. Um, So Eduardo, I just I want you to kind of, you know, introduce yourself a little bit, tell a little bit about uh, about your background, uh, maybe how you got started um, and, and what kind of moved you more towards, you know, the, the entrepreneurial path um, versus, you know, going the, the corporate route um, for your career. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can go back, you know, go back in time a little bit. Yeah, Just, take us back, man. You know. Take us back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. I guess going back to my college days, right? Um, I knew I knew that I uh, wanted to become an engineer. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure specifically what degree, you know, but um, I was introduced to this class that was called Intro to Machine Design, which mm-hmm. it was a freshman class. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that class really um, opened my eyes and it gave me a clear um, path into my career. Mm-hmm. That's when I wanted to really get into uh, you know, machines and design the mechanical aspects of it. I also like yeah. the electrical, just giving life to, to, to a machine really. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I knew I was a curious person, you know, since I was young, but yeah, that class really, really made me, you know, 
pick the mechanical engineering route. Uh, you know, you, you, during college, you don't really know what kind of job you're going to be doing later in life. Right. And right. I feel like I was pretty lucky that I got a job at a automation distributor. And okay. that's where, where uh, I learned a lot of the skills that I, that I know now, uh, you know, in terms of mechanical, electrical design, mm-hmm. uh, software, and even, you know, installation of systems. So, nice. yeah, so I went from, uh, you know, not sure. And then, you know, you go into college, not sure what you're going to do exactly. Yep. Yeah, undeclared. <laughs> yeah, even the real world, you're not really sure until, you know, life just throws at you different opportunities and, and you just take them. And, and, you know, those skills have led me to, you know, an inter- entrepreneur path, nothing that I planned, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of, kind of how I went. <clears throat> now, did you have any, um, did you have any co-ops when you were like going through school? Cause we talk a little bit about like, you know, internships and co-ops, like whether they, you know, really help and how instrumental they are and, you know, someone's like life path into engineering or entrepreneurship. So did you have any co-ops that you No, did? I actually, I never did. I never had any internships. Uh, that was one of the things that will get in my head a little bit. Yeah. I don't have the experience. Like how, how would anyone find me valuable? So, uh, you know, it still didn't stop me from getting a job. It really came down to selling myself. Yeah. Do you, do you remember um, like going into your interview um, at that company kind of with that? I'm sure that was kind of one of the things in the back of your head, like I uh, haven't really got the experience, but, uh, you know, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember like kind of what you were thinking about kind of going into that interview or, or even coming out of that interview? Like, did you did you kill it or were you like, man, I, I don't know if I'm ever yeah. going to hear from them again? So so it was actually a recruiting company that. Okay. And they work with multiple automation distributors. So I was honestly, I was very confused through Mm -hmm. the interview process. They weren't really clear about what I was going to do because it did involve, maybe it involved a little bit of sales, like technical sales. Um, Not sure why they weren't telling us clearly where I was going to work either. (laughs) Then I found out that they had different locations, like different distributors, different parts of the country. Ah, okay. So, so yeah, that's that's kind of how I went. They, they were really confusing me. <laughs> so this was I a pretty. Think, I don't pretty know if they did company. it on purpose. Hmm? I said so. This was a bit a pretty big company. Yeah, I don't think it would be. Uh, well, the company I ended up working, the distributor that I ended up working, is uh-huh. a major player in the uh, industrial automation world. So they they did connect me with some good companies, um, but okay. yeah, the, the recruiters had just to tell you a little bit about the interview process. Uh, they went to my university, Chico State. You know, Wildcats. All the okay. Wildcats out there. What's up? Shout out to Chico State. Chico they, State. Yeah. <laughs> so they went. They went to Chico, and then um, so the way they were interviewing is it was a group of three students and two interviewers. Mm-hmm. Two, two of us got to interview one of them. And oh, then hmm. in another room, there was one-on-one, a lady with the third person, with the third student. So every 20 minutes, they would swap. So 20 minutes, interview one-on-one. And then 20 minutes, we two of us interview that guy. They would swap every 20 minutes, one of us. So it was, they were, <laughs> it was an interesting yeah. uh, interview. And 
I remember that one guy made me look so good because he was just so just negative of everything <laughs> he was saying. Um, they asked questions about, you know, tell me how your high school was. And, you know, I would always say, I, you know, I would win championships. I, you know, I did a lot of sports. You know, I was winning. Yeah. So I was talking more about, you know, more pessimistic stuff. And I'm like, man, I, I didn't have to do much. I just, this guy made me look a hundred times better. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that's the case. And yeah. it, what you're, what you're describing almost sounds like speed dating, except for in the interviewing process. I had never heard of, you know, that approach, but that sounds like pretty, pretty uh, interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely an interesting approach for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So did you originally see yourself as like a full-time employee to retirement or was being a self-starter always in the back of your mind since you have taken on a more entrepreneurial path in your career? De- definitely didn't think I would be an entrepreneur. Like I don't even consider myself an entrepreneur. I looked up a definition and I guess it fits me. <laughs> so that's <laughs> when I found out about it, I wasn't really driven to be an entrepreneur i was driven to be an engineer so really it was different things in life that pushed me to go that route i I, you know i I have my engineering memes page i connect to a lot of people there's a lot of smart people out there and Mm -hmm. having connections at the palm of your hand being able to say yeah i need to find somebody who can program or somebody who can do electrical design i guess literally there so that that gave me uh you know a push to, you know, connect with people and potentially start a company. So that was at the beginning stage when, you know, my the page was growing. But even my brothers, like my cousin, my sister-in-law, like they're, mm-hmm. they they have businesses and they kept mm-hmm. pushing me. Mm, okay. To, okay. To do it. So it's, it's been around me as well. Um, but yeah, I never thought I would uh, be an entrepreneur. I, I thought I was going to be working for some you know, for NASA or SpaceX or, you know, something, <laughs> but, but, you know, just things lead up to, you know, to these things. And, and now I'm pursuing the, you know, entrepreneur route. <clears throat> yeah. And that's awesome. We talked about a little bit earlier, how we have a number of colleagues that are also engineers, but mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're in real estate right now. They're, mm-hmm. they own bakeries, like, we we love the fact that entrepreneur or that engineering is so versatile. Like literally, as creatives, I, I, like I see us all as creatives and problem solvers. We can really thrive in just about any industry. So I think that's the beauty of you know pay, the expensive degree that we have that we can go in a, a lot of different facets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it is worth it. Definitely wouldn't be here without it. Yeah. Now, you mentioned a little bit about your social media page. So I want to just share an interesting story um, on how I uh, found out about Eduardo because I didn't know I didn't I knew nothing about this guy. Uh, (laughs) My sister, who's she's a mechanical engineering major uh, studying at the University of Alabama. Uh, she sent a she sent she sent like a funny she shared something like in in, um, my DMs and I'm like you know, what is this? Like it was, it was, it was hilarious. So it was like, it was a meme, you know, from his engineering memes, his engineering memes guy page. And I was like, man, this is like, it's hilarious that the fact that, you know, 
engineers, it shows another side of engineering. There's a lot of funny stuff that goes on with us on the day to day. A yeah. lot of times people see like this nerdy side, this I love mm-hmm. math so much side. And it comes across so serious. So like, I love the fact that Eduardo has started this page and I decided to reach out to him because I'm like, hey, this is like so similar to what we're doing with the engineering. So that's, you know, that's how I even found out about Eduardo. So shout out to my sister. who uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who I like, us. I like that. I like following that. me. Thank you. <laughs> you yeah. Are, yeah. I do it for everybody, you know, for everybody that gets a laugh out of it and feels good. <laughs> yeah. And what, what inspired you? So just tell, so the, for the listeners that do not know about the engineering memes guy page, just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. 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 That started actually, that started, uh, I started that page back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at uh, a Mesa program. If you guys are familiar with the Mesa uh, program, which is mathematics, engineering, science achievement. Um, they help first generation students. Uh, so I was <clears throat> in a competition. I was actually a mentor and a tutor for high school and junior kids. Mm-hmm. So I would take them to compete at universities. So there was competitions at a local level. And then you would travel with the people that won the local um, competition. So I was at University of Pacific. Uh, I remember seeing engineering memes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <then laughs> And, you know, I thought I could do something similar. I was, I was thinking, oh, I can, I can make my own. I can make these things funnier, you know? So that's when Instagram had just started too. So I created engineering memes on Instagram and that's, that's how it began. That's, that was in 2013. Been doing it for eight years now. Yeah. I I like that, man. And you mentioned, you mentioned earlier a little bit about, you know, kind of growing your network some, um, and that being kind of, you know, kind of a part of your process and even, you know, that being involved with, you know, how you, you started kind of growing your business and things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So can you talk a little bit about like kind of how, you know, your social media page and growing your network um, also has kind of helped to impact your business or help to, to make connections or grow your network um, so that you could do different things or connect with different people to to help you do some of the things that you mm-hmm. wanted to do. Yeah, definitely. Especially at the initial phase, there was people doing uh, remote remote work for us. They were doing like electrical design, and you know, you I would just use social media, say, "Hey, we have a, a project there. If anybody mm-hmm. knows diagrams, like knows how to do wiring diagrams, reach out to us." And sure enough, people will reach out and you know provide their services remotely. Nice. And it would work and I, they would understand it. And I'm like, wow, this is actually working. This this can work. So even, even uh, from a worldwide standpoint, there's people willing to help. And even at a local level, I started talking to people here that I work with. And, um, and uh, you know, I met my uh, business partner, Brett Bannon. You know, he's he's super talented guy. It's people that you meet around, you know, people that are really trying to make it happen. Mm-hmm. And they naturally just reach out, reach out to you. They see you doing it and and naturally just they come and help. And even through that, I've gotten business like projects and, uh, you know, some prototypes that we've done and testing and still happening. People still reaching out. So it's, uh, awesome. it's working. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it definitely works. Yeah, that's that's nice, man. It's I know, um, you know, especially with with you know, building networks and, and working with other people. Um, I like what you said, you know, just about, you know, there are people out there that were willing to help. 
And I think that that's a, a really important point because I think that a lot of people underutilize um, social media for mm-hmm. that purpose. Like everybody's there to have fun and, you know, tell jokes or whatever it is, like whatever people like to, you know, want to do and like pictures and, you know, see what's going on in other people's life and all of that. Um, but I feel like a lot of people don't really actually utilize those connections that they're mm-hmm. making um, on social media. But like you said, like there are, there are people out there to help you, especially if, if you're, you know, doing some of the work yourself and you're looking to, to connect with other people that are doing work in, in their own respective fields. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. It's been, it's been awesome. It's been great. Um, how many, just knowing people that are trying to do similar things. So uh, listeners out there too, if you know, look us up at Lumis Automation. We do mm-hmm. mechanical design, electrical design, software uh, in- integration for pretty much any industry that, you know, involves automation, like literally medical, you know, food, uh, robotics. Like yeah. Can- yeah, that's good to know. I'm sure there's can think of really many can, uh, people all that, so. that can <laughs> use your services. So definitely a good plug. Lumis yeah. Automation. And that really goes back to the to the versatility, right? Like even though you you were in school and and you know what you really liked when you were in school started off with mechanical, um, you know you've picked up these other kind of disciplines um, along the mm-hmm. way that have really helped to to complement, you know, kind of where you started and and helped you to branch out um, into other industries. And now you've kind of brought them back together to to create something for yourself. And I think that's mm-hmm. that that literally, I think that that is what it means to be versatile, like in the field of, of engineering. Yeah. We're right now, not, not only that we pay attention to the market, you know, we're, we're trying to be flexible and adaptable. Mm-hmm. We, mm-hmm. for example, we have products right now in the cannabis industry. Okay. Products that we're coming up with. So we're, wow. you know, packing like joints, for example, or we're working in the extraction systems, we're working on all that. We're fully automating that process. And so those are some of the products that we're coming up with ourselves and, uh, we're still getting more opportunities for different things. So we're, we're creating a product. We're still providing services and, you know, just seeing what's out there really. <clears throat> we're, yeah, if there's and problems and we can make it into a business by solving solutions, we, we're, we can do that. I like yeah. it. I yeah, like it. That's awesome. The hemp and cannabis industry is major. So that's definitely, um, you know, a good field to be in right now. So all right, so uh, that's your Ask Engineer-ish with uh, our special guest this week. Um, so now we're going to segue into Awkward AF. It's going to be a little bit different because we have a guest this time. Oh, um, so yeah. <laughs> it's getting we're, awkward now. We're excited about getting a little awkward with our guests. So we know life is mm. full of moments that are Awkward AF. In this mm. segment, we have a list of awkward scenarios that will be generated by a random number selector. Uh, we put ourselves in a situation and let you know what we would do. Now, if you can relate or have experienced anything similar, write into us because we would love to hear how you handled it. Yeah. So this week we have Eduardo in the hot seat. <laughs> in the hot seat. Uh-oh. So Eduardo, we got to let you know, man, like we're, we're a little weird. We're a little weird. So weird too, just a little man. bit, <laughs> you know, you're going to fit in perfectly. This, this, I like this weird is going to be great. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. Here we, here we go, man. So 
you send a very, a very personal text message to the wrong person. I'm not saying who the wrong person is. It's just not the right person. And this text message includes information about you that they would be shocked to find out. What do you do? Oh, man. Like, did you, did I tell you this? Because this has happened to me before. (laughs) Um, I sent a video to a person. Ooh, a video. (laughs) Ooh, spicy. Yeah, the video. Oh, man. Ooh, it was so embarrassing. Gosh. It was just a video. It, was, it should have been to my girlfriend, you know? Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just embarrassing. It was my high school friend. I sent it to the wrong. How did she respond? Name on my... I had a call and say, hey, you, 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 got, you can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> So it was pretty awkward. That was really awkward. I can tell you're like at a loss for words. I guess we we we, we brought you back to some trauma. Sounds like I'm I'm, I'm just like man. So did, so did she open was, it up or did she? That's why I'm like, how did you guys know? Like, did, yeah, <laughs> she low key she sent really us awkward. an email huh? and she was like, look, you guys should probably ask him about this because you know he was a little embarrassed. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So so how did it how did it all end up? How did it how did it all wrap? Did she acknowledge her wishes and like just delete the message without or delete the video without watching it? Or was she like, nah, I'm a ch- I gotta check this out? It's already no on my phone. I gotta check did. it out. I have no idea. <laughs> that wasn't the last time you spoke, was it? <laughs> uh, I have no idea what happened. Hopefully this didn't lead to a breakup, did it? I, I Eduardo? saw that person probably a couple more times after that, but she, it wasn't awkward. <laughs> it was it was one of those things never to be talked about like <laughs> yeah definitely it was very very awkward yeah. i'm hoping that th- i'm hoping that that was kind of a lesson and it never happened again you were more careful oh, yeah. so hopefully that I was a one and done yep i pay attention a lot like <laughs> i have a lot of contacts in my phone and it's easy to get the wrong one it's all right. Don't feel bad. I I do it all the time. I don't even, you know, oh, <laughs> probably, probably it happens at least on a monthly basis around here. So, you know, it's all right. You're in good company. Oh, wow. Yeah. I hope you're not like Drew, because that is it's like once that happens, you just want to like crawl and hide. So hopefully things worked out in the relationship and that didn't that didn't put a strain on it. Or if it did, maybe it was for the best. Yeah, I kind of just laughed, you know. Yeah, yeah, gotta laugh it off. Crazy. I like that. Yeah. Like, take it, take it lighthearted. You know. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Yes. So that that's our awkward AF um, moment uh, shared by Eduardo. He was actually in one of the situations. What he didn't know is we reached out to his girlfriend and we're like, "Hey, what are some awkward situations <laughs> that Eduardo has been in?" And we're like, "You know what? We're gonna put him on a hot seat." <laughs> nah, <laughs> but um, definitely on point. <laughs> All right. So after we get awkward, we always get a little bit serious. Like it kind of like balances out the flow of things. So we're going to segue into our engineering education, which is going to be special because it's not going to be the voice of myself or Drew giving you guys a little bit of education this week. It's going to come from our special guest. Learn us. Learn us, Eduardo. School us. Sure. Um. If there's, I guess if there's anything I want to tell people out there, students, and especially if you're learning a lot of stuff, uh, 
um, don't don't just stick to one thing. For example, like I, I did only mechanical, mm-hmm. right? And now I'm doing a lot of electrical and getting to the software side of things. Um, like mm-hmm. just don't be afraid to learn more because you become you become more valuable, right? Like I, I know I wasn't um, confident with all the electricity. Like I know for sure in college I was, I was sure I wasn't gonna do none of this, you know, let, let mm-hmm. alone program, none of that. And mm-hmm. that's literally all I do now. So the electrical, the software, you know, and then I do mechanical more now, which is, you know, what I like a lot, but, you know, learn the skills, like get out there, like, don't be afraid. You're going to be exposed to it. And if you have the skills and the knowledge to, you know, talk about it and, you know, bring value to your team, I think, I think you guys should go you know, do more, learn, learn more and, and don't say no to things because it probably come back, you know, just mm-hmm. I like get that. out there and learn. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Good. I don't, good. I don't know about you, Tori, but I remember when I was in college, um, like I had the option to take some elective classes where they could, you know, could they just had to be engineering classes. It didn't, it didn't really matter um, as long as they were engineering classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, honestly, I don't remember which which ones that I took. Um, but now that now that Eduardo brings it up, like I kind of wish I had done stuff like in in things that I didn't that I hadn't typically like thought of. I probably should have took some industrial engineering classes. Is what I should have done. That's, that's probably course. the direction I should mean, have. I should have headed. Yeah. I, I I right now would say if I could go back and take computer classes, I would. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm getting so. into the electronics and the computers and how, you know, how to read data. And, you know, you can always go deeper mm-hmm. and get better. And that's super important. Me personally, um, I despise all of my computer <laughs> engineering classes, the electrical engineering classes, <laughs> the mechanical engineering classes were very hard. Like, I mean... I don't know. I like more the practical, like real world. Um, I don't know. I, I would have probably done more in like uh, entrepreneurship. There was an engineering entrepreneurial degree um, that mm-hmm. I thought would have been dope. It was a master's program, but I just did. I couldn't see myself spending another year in college. But yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely good education, like to get your your feet wet by just like doing you know things that maybe you don't really enjoy yeah. because you could still learn a lot and it can open up other opportunities for your, oh, yeah. your career definitely definitely that's that's perfect because we're talking about versatility and and he's educating us on how to develop that versatility as you're going through school so that's that's yeah. perfect get out yeah. there be valuable perfect it's, perfect perfect so you thank you about it thank mm-hmm. you for that engineering education this week eduardo um, after engineering education, we get a little sad. It makes us a little somber because it, it, it signifies the ending of our episode yeah, where we're nearing we, the end, we're nearing the end where we have, where we give a little bit of inspo. So this week, Eduardo, if you could give us a little bit of inspiration to like lead us out, um, of the episode, we'd appreciate lift us, it. lift us up, man, lift us up all lift the way from up. Cali. Sure, sure. <laughs> let me let me give it a shot um no i mean i i guess the last words i want to say to everybody out there that's trying to go on their own and you know they're sitting at their desk just you know wanting to 
get out there and see what it can do and mm -hmm. you know I, i i just want to tell everybody just just start networking with people and uh connect with those that are like-minded um you know there's people like you out there and and uh i'm pretty sure they're you know the majority are willing to support it's always the people that you don't know that come into your life and and uh make a positive impact whether it's helping you uh you know through technical stuff or it's you know, on the business side like all those people's all those connections are super important for you and and your growth so um you're not alone you know there's people out there reach out start networking get out there and and uh if you're trying to become an entrepreneur um and need a mentor you know reach out to us uh, you know eduardo at engineering memes guy or loomis automations we're we're here to help you guys yeah give Thank us you. give us all of the all of the all of the uh handles you got man the, the <laughs> so instagram your linkedin you which you whatever you want to drop for us. Yeah, so on Instagram, definitely follow me on Instagram at Engineer Memes Guy and at Loomis Automation. Uh, Loomis Automation has a TikTok as well. You know, we get into Facebook, some Twitter. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, yeah. Podcast with you guys now. I'm doing more uh, IG lives. Uh, later on, we're going to be having one about engineer to entrepreneur. Ah. I'm be, uh, interviewing, I'm going I'm to be interviewing my business partner, Brett. So nice. That's nice. going to be an interesting okay an interesting conversation for people out there if you want to know about it but i love um, yeah, engineering that's, that's me yeah that's that's me i love making memes i like make, making people laugh uh i like networking you know talking to you guys too thanks for having me and yeah uh, thank you yeah, for, it just seems thank like you for it's, joining us it's it's getting it's going in the right direction so thank you yeah thank, thank you for you. having me thank you so much definitely for joining us we We enjoyed the conversation. You're our first guest, so you're go you're our first, so you're going to be our Ooh. memorable and definitely not yes. the last. Yes, I'll never forget my first with you, Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my first podcast too, just so you guys know. Yeah. Let me know if you guys want me to come by and do some other stuff with you guys. I like it. I For like sure. it. Yeah, thank you so much to our guest, Eduardo. Um, everybody have a good rest of your week. And you heard what Eduardo said. Uh, go ahead and take chances, network, uh, put yourself out there, and have a good week. I'll let y'all. Peace. Good. Have a good one, everybody.